Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Down in Orlando this weekend, you heard him on the Tigers game at victory over Stanford. Is Chris Patola making the big interview? Award-winning writers, athletes, coaches, the biggest names in sports. It's the Gary Parish Show Big Interview on 92.9 FM ESPN. Chris, it's Gary. How you been, man? I'm good, GP. How much money do you put into that intro there? That's a big investment. I don't ha- handle money around here. Uh, they just uh, <laughs> they just say, hey, you're going to have an intro, and it's sponsored, and so... Uh, introduce it, and I just sit back. I, I let other people handle all the money. I, uh, I'm solely responsible for speaking into this microphone. I don't know how any of this stuff works. That's, the, you, that's the, when you know you've made it, when you can just sit back and allow other people to spend money to make your your job better. That's, that's exactly right. I say, please don't make me responsible for anything other than four to six, those two hours, and, and you guys handle everything else, and I'll just appreciate you from a distance. My man, my man. <laughs> you been good? Yeah, things are good, GP. Things are good, man. It was, uh, it was. Uh, I brought my family down to Orlando, so we. Uh, it's it's amazing we got out of there, uh, not just with our bodies and selves, but uh, but with uh, a little bit of money left over, man. There's, <laughs> they're telling us there's eight billion people on the planet now. I think half of them were uh, were in Orlando this past week. Dude, I was there last month. We went for Halloween. Took our two little guys and. Um, listen, it's a great experience, and, and hopefully the kids will have amazing memories forever, but it is super expensive and exhausting. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, you hit the two right on the head, <laughs> yes. both of them. <laughs> yes, it, it'll, it'll wear you. I couldn't wait till the end of the day. I'd be like, all right, uh, it, like, is it time to lay down? Is it time to get a drink? We've been a, we, we, <laughs> you know, we did, we did about 28,000 steps today around these parks. It uh, It'll get, it's something every family should do if if you can you know if you have the means to do it. But it is less of a vacation as much as it's uh it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a task. It's a whirlwind. It certainly is. Thank goodness ESPN pays for my room. Right. So at least we've taken that off the bill. <laughs> there you go. I'm talking to Chris Spatola from ESPN. He is on Twitter at Chris underscore Spatola. So you got to see 
uh, the Memphis Tigers down in Orlando. You were great on the call yesterday. Um, what did you make of what you saw from Penny Hardaway's basketball team? I like him. You know, I, you and, and I'm talking to Mr. Memphis, so, uh, you know, push back if I, I say anything. I, you know, I don't get to see them a whole lot. But, I, you know, Penny's done a really nice job defensively with that team, yes. Gary. I mean, they play hard. They, they always seem to be in the right spot. Um, I, I think the personnel this year, particularly those two guards, Kendrick Davis and Alex Lomax, um, they can really disrupt, and it's what changed that game yesterday. You know, when, when he finally slapped on the press, and I was wondering what was taking so long. Because um, when, when I talked to, to Penny before the game, I got the sense that they, you know, they didn't think Stanford could really handle the ball. I think they felt like even though Stanford was bigger across the board, that, that they could really be disruptive to Stanford, and that's what changed the game in the first half. Um, but those two guards really, really change it. You know, and it's impressive to me with Davis, Gary, that he expends so much energy on both ends. Like, he puts so much in offensively. He's constantly got the ball. At his size, he's got to play so hard, and, and he's constantly going after it. And then he turns around on the defensive side, and he's pressuring the ball, and they just play really hard, and I think he's done a nice, nice job with that group uh, to this point. They're not the most talented offensive team, and I, I think they're going to struggle at times. If they can get some of those other guys to make some shots on the perimeter, I think it helps them because, you know, you even saw it yesterday. Teams started to load up on, on Davis at the end of that game. But, um, but I like them. I, li- I like what I saw, at least in the game I did. It's um, a roster that isn't as talented as, as I would say most of, of Penny Hardaway's teams at Memphis – but they seem to be um, together more than some of his other teams. I, I think the the chemistry is a lot better, certainly than it was this time last year uh, with with the Tigers. And Penny seems to be uh, not only enjoying that, but showing a real appreciation for it. I think he knows that he doesn't have a lottery pick on this roster, doesn't have a first round pick on this roster, but he seems to be having fun coaching a team that, at least on a surface level appears to be drama-free. Did you pick up on any of that in your uh, exchanges with him? Yeah, I did, and I think his staff has settled. Like, I think he's, he's good with it with who he's got around him from a staff standpoint. Um, and then I do. I, I, I think the guys are doing what he's asking them to do. And, and I, I also think, like, what's, what's also impressive to me is you bring in a guy like a Kendrick Davis, Gary, who – He's a volume guy, and you need him to be. Like, like he is, he's by far their best player. Um, and he's a good passer, and, he, and he's willing to share, but he's, he's obviously a volume guy. And it seems like the other guys are okay with that. Um, and so, I, yeah, I, th- I think the dynamic is good. And, and I think he, he, you know, again, he's, it's interesting to me when you look at you know, like a DeAndre Williams, like a Dandridge, some of these other guys, um, uh, you know, around Davis and, and to a degree Lomax, if those guys can give them anything, if, if Jaden Hardaway can hit a shot, you know, Keontae Kennedy comes in, he's got that explosive dunk, and, and if, if he could hit a shot, if some of those other guys around them could contribute to any degree – uh, I think he'd be he'd, he'd be living a little bit a little bit happier, but I do I get the sense and I, I had them a couple years ago with some with the group that they had and and you just uh, in South Dakota uh, when we, you know COVID right after COVID and, and and I got the sense he was still a little bit in and out with that group, but I, I think he's much more secure um, in the team that he has now and and, and I think they for, in, in large part are doing what they are asked what he is asking them to do. 
Talking to Chris Spatola from ESPN. Um, the first thing you mentioned when talking about the Tigers was um, how connected they appear to be on defense, seem to always play hard on that end of the court and, and be in the right places on that end of the court. I literally, you didn't know this, did 15 minutes on that to open the show because one of the things I've learned from talking to coaches over the years is that most of the best have things that carry over year from year almost regardless of the pieces, there's a certain identity to the program. When Bo Ryan was at Wisconsin, they were always going to take care of the ball. Tony Bennett at Virginia, doesn't matter who the players are, they're going to control tempo and get good shots. Houston, Kelvin Sampson, doesn't matter who the players are, they're going to offensive rebound on you relentlessly. And it looks like, and I don't know that I would have predicted this five years ago, but through five years of the Penny Hardaway era, it looks like that identity is – they're going to be connected on the court, and they're going to make things difficult for you. They don't have a rim protector right now like they had last season in Jalen Duran, but they're still a above average, if not really, really good defensive team. And I just thought that was an interesting characteristic that seems to be carrying over year to year to year. You've been around basketball at a much higher level than I've ever been around. That um, How important is that, to have things that are identities of your program that carry over from year to year? I think it's massive because I think it, it, it guides a lot of, A, how you, how you recruit and how you build your roster. And I think that's, that's kind of the first thing that stuck out to me is, I mean, look, Gary, we've been around a lot of coaches who want defense to be their team's identity. It's easier said than done. And, and first of all, you've got to be able to coach it. And that's the thing that impresses me because you, you don't get a lot of guys of a Penny Hardaway level that – understand how to coach defense the way he does, and then also understand how to coach effort into your defense the way that Penny seems to do. The other thing that I've come to learn in my experience is that older teams are typically better defensively and more connected to what you're talking about. Guys, guys who understand rotation, guys who understand how hard you have to play, guys who understand that you really it's hard to pace yourself if you want to be that good. The other thing I think this team – at least found out maybe even within the game, but I think they came to Orlando with the understanding of is they're going to need that defense to supplement who they are offensively. I said it during the game. They, going into that game yesterday, they were averaging 18 points a game off of forcing turnovers. They turned Nebraska over in that game 20 times. And the advantage that they have scoring then in the paint is is magnified. I mean, it's, you know, I think they were plus 20 in the paint in the two games going into the one against Stanford. So um, that's the other thing about, you know, sort of their defense this year is they're going to need it, I think, at times to supplement who they're going to be offensively. So I, I think having that identity and building it around that is the right way. Um, and I think the fact that they have older guys, that's where I'm seeing it the most, you know, is, yeah, I mean, the connective tissue and, and the maturity, and I'm sure there's locker room stuff and DNA in that regard. But if you want to be the team that he wants to be defensively, you've got to have that, that maturity and experience. And I think, you know, again, that's where he's able to sort of build the, the group that he wants and, and be the defensive program that he seems to want to be. Talking to Chris Spatola from ESPN. While I got you here, I do want to ask you about a couple of other things within the sport. North Carolina just lost back-to-back games. They were the preseason number one team in the AP poll. They took a massive drop today down to number 18. It is the largest one-week drop for a number one ranked team in the history of the Associated Press Top 25 poll. 
Um, I know you've been working, so I don't know how much you were able to see them over the weekend. But just generally speaking, um, should we be concerned about North Carolina or should we learn a lesson from last season and just relax for the five starters from that great team that played in the national championship game last April are back? Eventually, they'll get on the right track again. Yeah, it's interesting you ask. I have Iowa State next, and so I'm watching their game against Carolina. Here's my here's my thing on Carolina, Gary. Like when when you make a run to the national championship game, and, and you don't figure out who you actually are until February, and then you bring everybody back from that team. Now, first of all, when you bring everybody back from a team that didn't win a national championship, but you know, obviously probably should have for the way they were up massive at halftime and, and, and then, you know, the way that game ended up, you know, first of all, there are agendas involved. I mean, it, you can't help it. Like Pat Riley wrote an entire book called the disease of me on, on how, you know, teams that either won a title or had a lot of success come back and how that changes the dynamic. So you add that to the fact that this is a team that made a run to the national championship and really didn't start hitting their stride until February. You know, it's not to say that this team's pacing itself, but there's a lot of dynamics at play, Gary. I have to remind people, that team last year lost five games by 20 points or more. Like, they they had a lot to figure out throughout the course of that season. Um, and so, you know, I, there's a, they have a dynamic problem. And, and I think there's part of them that is pacing themselves, not only game to game, but within games. I mean, it's it's amazing to me how certain guys go in and out. Um, and then, you know, the other thing they figured out last year is that in order to win at a high level, you have to play defense. But, again, they didn't figure that out until February. And so, you know, they, they just are not the same defensive team they were to finish the year. They have blown assignments. They do not guard the basketball. Um, you know, the, the, the one operating premise, if you want to play man-to-man defense, is you have to be able to guard your matchup. Like, you got to be able to win your matchup. The guy in front of you, it was their problem at the beginning of the season last year, and it's the same problem. They are not winning their matchup man-on-man in their defense. And so, you know, that's to me, I think ultimately it, they'll come along. They'll figure it out. Those guards are, are, have been, I think, the strength of their team. They're not real deep. They get very young off of their bench, and they're not real productive off of their bench. And then Baycott – Look, he's going to give you 20 boards, but what his offense does for you is hit or miss game to game. And then, you know, I think people forget, as well as Nance has played at times this year, Brady Manick was a sniper. Like, Brady Manick was the strength of that team last year by the end of the season. And, and so I think, I think Pete Nance is, is still trying to figure out his role. I think they'll be fine. So I think there is part of what you said. Like, you know, let's just relax. They've got, obviously, a lot of veteran guys. And I think they understand it's a long season. Um, but there's a dynamic issue that they have that, that I think Hubert's going to have to figure out. Wrapping up here with Chris Patola from ESPN. Last thing before I let you go. You were um, off the coast of San Diego earlier this season when Gonzaga had to come from behind to beat Michigan State. Uh, the Zags have lost twice since then, uh, got blown out uh, by uh, Texas on the road then got blown out again by Purdue um, uh, out in Portland on a neutral court. Um, you know, listen, I, I still think Gonzaga's good, 
but I can acknowledge something seems to be missing relative to to, to the more recent years uh, versions that we've seen of, of Mark Few's program. What did you make of what you saw when you were uh, in person and the Zags were on the court? Yeah, I, I, a couple things. Um, and this is not vintage Gonzaga yet. You know, of course, they, obviously they could get there. The first thing is they do not deal with physicality well, and there's some people listening that say, well, that's normal, normal of, of Gonzaga. Not like this. Like they, they, the first half against Michigan State, who I think is a very limited team, um, they got manhandled. You know, they got, and, and Mark Few said that after the game. I mean, they got manhandled physically in the first half. And then I saw the same thing against Purdue. Like, I think Purdue physically got after them. The other thing, Gary, I think what, what teams have realized is if you just get back, if you are able to get back and set your defense, in other words, if you take Gonzaga out of transition and then you're able to limit Drew Timmy a little bit, you're gonna have, Gonzaga's going to have a hard time scoring in the half court. Now, they shot it well in their game yesterday, but they have not shot it well this season. And, and that was when... No, obviously the team that went to the national championship, but even at times last year, that team figured out how to shoot the basketball. Um, they don't shoot it as well. And so in the half court, you know, look, not having an Andrew Nemhard is a big deal. Their point guard play is, you know, Nolan Hickman's not the answer, at least to me, not yet. Uh, Rashir Bolton, has, he'll give you something every once in a while, and then he'll disappear um, Strother, again, goes in and these are not vintage Gonzaga players. Doesn't mean they're not good players, but they're not vintage Gonzaga players. So if you could get back, set your defense, make, make life a little bit difficult for Drew Timmy, um, and then you could kind of body them up a little bit, that, that's, uh, I think that's where teams have had some success, at least early in the season with them. That is Chris Patola from ESPN. You can see him doing games. When's the, what Iowa State game you got? The next one? I got St. John's. No, I'm doing their St. John's game over the weekend. Okay, that'll be per, uh, terrific. Iowa State, St. John's. That's in Ames, correct? Yeah, that's in Ames. It should be on fire, man. I can't wait. Yeah, T.J. Alsberger's got another surprisingly good team again. So you can see him on that game this weekend. Follow him on Twitter. At Chris underscore Spatola. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero. Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. 
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.